Welcome to the Simply Youth Podcast, where the U in youth stands for you. Join us in chatting with some of the most successful Lebanese figures. Follow in their footsteps to write your own story. Tune in on the Simply Youth Podcast every Tuesday on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more platforms. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Simply Youth Podcast. And joining us today, we have a very special guest. She and her sister, Hiba, have revived their father's 1980 theater, Ishbilia. Ishbilia Theater and Art Hub is the first independent art hub in Saida and is back to put Lebanese art back in the spotlight and rescue Saida's rich culture in arts and entertainment. She has a master's in market research and consumer behavior from IE Business School Madrid and is currently a project coordinator at Outreach and Leadership Academy, a writer in the Daily Star newspaper and the author of her book, Hopes and Possibilities. I will now give the spotlight to Nahla. First of all, thank you for joining us today. So can you please give us a brief introduction about yourself and your work? Like Lilia said, my name is uh, Nahla Al-Zibawi. I am the managing director of Ishbilia Theater and Art Hub in Saida. I hold a BA in uh, business administration with an emphasis on management from the Lebanese American University and a master's in market research and consumer behavior from IE Business School in Madrid. Thank you for this very interesting introduction. So I want to talk about Ishbilia. I know that this hard hub was first founded by your father and was opened during the Civil War. It was such a beautiful project, but during such a horrible time. So my question is, what was it that made you decide to reopen this theater? And what innovative ideas did you introduce to the venue to address the needs of the world? As you said, in the year 1980 and during the Lebanese Civil War, my father, Adnan Zibawi, opened Ishbilia Theater in the, in the heart of Sidon. And it was uh, an act of resilience uh, through art. After several years uh, of being the hub for movies and arts in the city, Shbilia closed its doors during the year 2007 due to financial and social reasons. For example, at that time, the concept of going to a cinema and watching a movie changed from being a whole independent outing to a one integrated with spending the day in Beirut in one of its small and then uh, watching a movie there in one of its brand new halls. Then how, uh, why we reopened the, it's, uh, Shibiria stayed closed from the year 2007 till the year 2018. During the year 2018, my sister Heba and I uh, decided to revive Shibiria. The idea uh, came to us first because of a personal need. We noticed that every time we want to watch a theatrical performance and attend a cultural event, we have to go to Beirut. Here, I can't say that we don't have theaters in Saida, but they exist shyly and uh, they offer inconsistent programming. And hence, we found there is a need in our city for a contemporary and an independent cultural space that is capable of acting as a hub for creativity in the city. So now I have a small question. On what scale was this project designed to address youth priorities in the city and nationally? And also, what do you think is the main obstacle being a Lebanese youth in today's time? When we were thinking of reopening Ishbilia and from the market study we conducted, we noticed several needs in the city. Saida doesn't only uh, need, an, and uh, we noticed that Saida doesn't only need an independent theater, the youth in the city need a place 
to meet as there are several youth entities who who are working for the benefit of the city and they don't have a place to meet they usually meet at and work in coffee shops we also noticed the need for a multi-purpose area for trainings and workshops from here we decided to launch a 400 meter square space within Ishbelia's campus and this space is divided into three subspaces a co-working coffee shops a coffee shop where people come uh, to work study and mingle together a multi-purpose room for trainings workshops and exhibitions and a meeting room uh, for them to hold their meetings in a more professional uh, way. Yeah, and Saida is actually in my hometown. I didn't live there for long, but it's, it is such a special city with a beautiful aura, and I'm always so proud to say that I come from there. And I remember that last year, so many new projects were being done. But now, to what extent can you say that the COVID-19 pandemic and economic situation in Lebanon has affected your project? I think that with the start of the uh, with the start of the economic uh, crisis in Lebanon and the and the repercussions of the uh, outbreak of COVID-19, we uh, closed our space for us. We uh, suspended all our scheduled artistic activities, which included film festivals with local partners and holding like. Uh, more than uh, more than one concert by Arab and Lebanese artists, in addition uh, to shows and other activities. I know that you have managed the Outreach and Leadership Academy in Saida. How did this project and other projects you've worked on provided you with opportunities of advancement today? Yes, I have managed the Outreach and Leadership Academy, which is a project in collaboration between Hariri Foundation and the Lebanese American University for around three years. And during this period, youth were one of the most important target audience to us. We focused our work on, on bringing programs and trainings to Saido that will help in the development of the youth on both academic and the personal levels. For instance, uh, I can say that we focused on developing their uh, communication skills. We provided them with uh, several trainings focused on employability skills needed when they graduate and enter the job market. In addition, we worked on enhancing their entrepreneurship skills. I have personally participated in one of your programs, especially one about coexistence. But how do you think was it hard to get a lot of youth to participate in your programs and projects? We have inside us something that is called the Saida School Network, which is a network uh, of, the, of uh, the schools inside and its surrounding. So we used to uh, send uh, the trainings or workshops that we will hold to, uh, to, the, principals of each, uh, to the principal of each school and they would transmit uh, our uh, message to their students for them to register in our workshop. This is on the, on the school's, ba uh, school's uh, base. But uh, on the other side, we used to announce the trainings through different uh, uh, NGOs. Maybe they want to send their, uh, uh, because they have volunteers and youth participating. So now I want to talk about your book, which is titled Hope and Possibilities. It's a very interesting book and exactly what today's youth needs. 
Can you tell us more about it? Of course. Uh, my uh, book, Hopes uh, and Possibilities, is a collection of uh, articles that I wrote uh, between the year 2016 and 2018 and were published in the Daily Star newspaper. Throughout my articles, uh, I was focusing on having the youth as my target audience. Focusing on the youth came from my belief that we, the youth I mean, should be more integrated in what is happening around us. We, we need to know uh, how to deal with the changes that occur and how not to be pessimist about what is happening around us, yet how to turn the challenges we are facing or even maybe nowadays our country is facing into hopes and uh, into hopes and how to turn difficulties into possibilities therefore when i um, when i started writing my articles i tried to introduce social and developmental topics using real life experiences that would capture the interest of youth for example i uh, i wrote about Hanan al-Haroub, the Palestinian teacher who won the Global Teacher Prize in 2016. I talked about Yusra Merdine, a Syrian refugee who swam for her life and then went to be a member in the Olympics refugee team. You know what's yes, really I'm interesting? That you specialize in market research and consumer behavior. How would you say this major helped you in your career? The Master in Market Research and Consumer Behavior was a unique program. It trained me and, uh, of course, uh, my friends uh, and it equipped uh, us with the, with the right tools on how to get uh, inside the consumer's minds in order uh, to uncover and understand the motivation behind their behavior. The, the knowledge we, we gained uh, is very critical and it's important in, uh, in creating business strategies and action plans in order to address the market's wants and needs. Although after graduating, uh, I didn't work in any of the market research companies, Yet, I, uh, I tried to apply my gained skills and tools to my work. Mabrook Nahla for your upcoming wedding. We wish you all the best. And with that being said, to what extent do you think working women in Lebanon face challenges in balancing between their career and family life? I wouldn't like to talk here only about women or only about Lebanon. I think that challenges uh, of work life Balance is a worldwide issue. And I think that the hybrid life we are living and all the technological tools that are provided to us made it more difficult to balance as we can work from home or from office. So, uh, but uh, if, if you want me to talk especially about Lebanon and women, I think it's, you know, it's a challenge for every woman but it's worth, it's worth it. It's worth, it's worth the try to balance between our world and our home. But let me here um, highlight uh, 
that many managers or companies were not uh, were not with giving the employees the capacities of working from home and have a work life balance yet uh, today's pandemic covid-19 obliged us all to work from home and showed that a huge percentage of our work can be done only through a screen and having internet connection which helped so much in work life balance you know actually this argument used can also apply to disabled people people with disabilities who refused work but now everyone is working from home and also to add to that what from what you said like women can have more, more than one goal they can have a goal of being an amazing mother if they want to they can have a goal of being an amazing businesswoman so just to wrap up now lebanon is facing one of its worst economic crises so our last question is what advice would you give today's youth to excel in their education and career especially when lebanon seems like a dead end i would tell them no matter what challenges uh, Uh, you are facing in your education or in your career never stop or give up uh, it's you who choose how to face these challenges and the way you face them and overcome them will will let you succeed i would say i would tell them also try always to be honest with yourselves try always to reach what, what you want and every step you are you are taking Be sure that it's a step towards your towards your goal. And finally, grasp every opportunity. Yeah, the youth today honestly really needs that. Thank you so much for your talk. It was so interesting, and um, I'm sure just like me and Hamdi, uh, many youth, and especially those who are interested in art, um, uh, look up to you and other um, not only artists but also um, entrepreneurs who launch businesses in um, art field. So thank you so much for being here today. Thank you. thank you so much for your time. Thank you, Lilia. Thank you, Hadi. Have a great. Thank a great you time. for having me.